we're late today mm-hmm. and then i'm still gonna cook ramen mm-hmm. we're gonna eat that yep and i'm gonna cut my hair and it's gonna be so tasty you know what I, the ramen not your hair <laughs> i i'm gonna say um no time for preamble let's okay. go let's start the podcast We've got business to take care welcome of. everybody to another episode of i love this you should too with me is my lovely co-host Samantha. I love ramen Randawa, and I'm your other host, Indy. I need a haircut, Randawa. <laughs> and we are members of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is locally grown and community supported. And I'm just gonna keep talking. Let's get, <laughs> let's just get just things keep going. going. So today is a kind of an in-between episode. We each have a spoiler-free thing of the fortnight, something we are into, and Sam is going to tell us what we are going to be watching for this week's big watch, Mm -hmm. and we are still on our 2020s kick, so each of the things we talk about are going to be kind of newish. But before we get into everything, let's thank our first sponsor of the episode, and that is Park Power. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power, you are choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. To learn more and how you can transfer over to Park Power, visit parkpower.ca. All right, Sam, let's just keep this train going. We're just flying through this episode. What do you got? What is your thing of your contemporary thing of the Fortnite? Um, well, most of my things of the Fortnite are contemporary, but That's this true, one... true, but this one is especially... So contemporary. Um, so my thing of the Fortnite is not a book. What? Uh, and is also a TV show. So I watched Ginny and Georgia, which is a comedy drama television series on Netflix. Um, it started in 2021 and uh, the second season just came out uh, after a little bit of a delay in January this year. So it's uh, very contemporary, <laughs> extremely contemporary. Um, so the premise, it follows uh, 15-year-old Ginny Miller and her 30-year-old mother, Georgia, who, along with Ginny's younger brother, Austin, moved to a fictitious New England town of Wellsbury for a fresh start after Georgia's husband dies. And you kind of get a really interesting mixture of emotions because Ginny is 15 years old, so she's going through all of those Um, like early high school feelings of liking boys and that kind of thing. And then um, Georgia, you find out, has a very dark past. And um, as the show goes on, you learn more and more about her and the things that she's kind of done to keep her family together and to survive. And was all that set up in season one? Yeah. um, And are you seeing kind of like payoffs to that stuff here in season two? Yes. So you um, get a new couple new characters in season two. You get um, to see a little bit more about young Georgia. And um, they do really interesting flashbacks, which just kind of help the plot along um, and help you kind of understand who Georgia is. Do they try to draw parallels between Ginny as the daughter? Yes. Ginny present day and past Georgia? Uh, no, because Georgia says like very early on in the show that she 
did what she had to do to make sure that Ginny never had to live the life that Georgia did. Ooh, what kind of life is that? Or can you tell? <laughs> uh, so it's like episode one, so I'm pretty sure I can tell you. Uh, but it's basically Georgia ran away from an abusive home situation, um, moved in with somebody, um, had Ginny, and um, kind of spent most of her teen years running away from the bad things that happened to her. And uh, so Ginny is given this life where she gets to move to this fictitious New England town um, that's real in the show. Uh, (laughs) But she gets to, you know, ride the school bus to school and have all the friends and get to do the school play. And these are all things that Georgia never got to do. So um, and Ginny kind of has this teenage rebellious streak where she's like, why? Like, why do we have to live this like picture perfect life? And it's really interesting to see them kind of see eye to eye eventually. What's kind of the ratio of comedy to drama in this? Um, I think it's probably more dramatic, so maybe like 60-40. Um, but some of the comedic moments are brought to you by people who live in the town. So it's got kind of a Gilmore Girls vibe. Um, that was going to be my next question. Because there are, there's like the owner of the diner and, uh, you know, the small town mayor and the neighbors and the PTA mom and that kind of thing. So you kind of get little like fun moments um, that don't uh, detract from the main plot, but also just kind of make this town seem a little bit more whimsical. So that was going to be my next question was related <laughs> to Gilmore Girls because, you know, I'm a, a big fan and are uh, Ginny and Georgia honorary Gilmores, does it kind of fit in that vein? Or is it just kind of the premise? that It's kind of the premise. I'd say they're like Gilmore Girls, but dark. <laughs> All right. Very dark. Um, this show starts with a funeral. So it's like pretty dark um, to begin with. And then uh, it doesn't get much lighter as the show goes on. So, But it's a super fun watch. I... Don't know why I didn't watch it sooner. Um, didn't it just come out? Uh, it started in 2021. But the new season just came out. The new season out. just came out, which is when I picked it up. Um, oh, for some reason, I thought you would watch this a long time ago. No. Maybe it just popped up on Netflix and I saw somebody's hat and I was like, oh, this is a Samantha show. <laughs> Are I, there big sunglasses and big hats and he, nice dresses and someone with like kind of a wave? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I see a show like that, I assume... <laughs> It's good and you'll like it. Which is why... Was it good and did you like it? It's good and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I was like, why didn't I watch this in 2021 when it came out? So, I don't know. That's between me and my Netflix. Yeah, you guys worked that <laughs> out. But you can find this. It's a Netflix ori- original, so you should be able to get it on all the Netflixes. Are there any actors that we would know in this? Did you watch Two Broke Girls? I think I saw an episode and I think I hated it. Okay. Is well, it really bad? I can't. Maybe I'm mixing it up with something else. Um, but the blonde one from there, Brianne Howley, is uh, Georgia. And then um, it's got a pretty young cast and not a lot of people I've heard of before. So sad. I often like that. Yeah. It's nice. You don't have anybody who you've like seen in a certain role and then only think of as that role. So, Indy, what's your thing of the Fortnite? 
So it has to be from the last couple of years. And, you know, that's not always the easiest for me. No. I also have been kind of rediscovering my love of hip-hop. Not that it had gone anywhere, but Mm -hmm. I started listening to hip-hop at probably the best time you could. I was like eight years old (laughs) when I started. And I had the fortune of starting in around like 92 and going through 92 to 97 is, I think, the best few years in hip-hop ever. And... It was hard because then I kind of stopped listening for quite some time because I didn't like a lot of the newer stuff. And then I was thinking, wait, did I just like it because I was a kid? But no, I've looked back and the old stuff, still gold. I don't like a lot of new hip hop. So I went out of my way to try to find something new that I actually like. And that brings me to the music of Toby Nwigwe, or his full name is Toby Chukwu Dubem Nwigwe. And I felt the need to say it because one of his lines is, he says his name and he's like, yeah, I don't care if it's hard. You have to pronounce it. (laughs) And yeah. I like that. He is a guy from Houston or the Houston area. And he kind of got famous by releasing things just on his own, making these homegrown videos involving his family and friends and everything. And eventually became quite successful, so much so that I think he was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys, maybe? But I don't really, I don't follow that, but I'm pretty sure that is true. <laughs> we'll just say, yep, that that happened, and yep. if it didn't, it he should have. So he started a uh, not-for-profit charity and was doing that for work when some of his friends, uh, one specifically, was like, you need to give music a more serious shot because you're good at it. And he did, and it's going quite well for him. So I'll play a few of his songs to give you kind of a feel of what it's about. Uh, First is a song called Fi Fi, which is the first one I heard of him that made me take notice of like, oh, something special going on here. And this is a song that I played for you once. You don't care for this so much. And that's good because that's what this part podcast was supposed to be more about, like, arguing about things. I rock the stars to be hungry. I told my baby girl she gon' have more in her head than just product and bundles. They say I'm rapping with hunger. I tell them, hell no, I'm eating. If you book me for a show and I can't bring my wife and my babies, I'm leaving. Big daddy energy speaking. I keep the enemy tweaking. I can go, huh? So if you're listening on your phone, I think um, the energy of that song just recharge your battery. That's how that works. <laughs> Gets you all powered up. Yeah, I love I love the energy that he brings to this song. I think it's just amazing. And if you get a chance to watch the video, which is also really fun, it's pretty awesome because there's like a huge group of people. They're all wearing mint because he also only wears mint. I like the color scheme of this video. <laughs> they do mint and white, and I think that's it. And he even has like a mint grill and everything too, him and his wife. Um, so what do you think about that one? Um, like you said earlier, it's like not my favorite. It makes me a little anxious when I listen to it. Doesn't amp you up? Make you want to go, I don't know, kick a hole through a fence? I can't say I've ever wanted to kick a hole in a fence, but um, no, it makes me anxious. But I like it. The um, the lyrics are fun and uh, just how like into it they are. And I like his wife. 
because she's like very, very pregnant and then also yes. just like <laughs> dancing with a baby. <laughs> well, then, uh, then maybe I got something for you because they also just record so much and put out so much content because that's just, I guess I don't listen to a lot of new music, so I guess this is just how music is now. Mm-hmm. It's not just go and buy a CD. You have to be putting stuff out all the time. So he did this kind of concert series on YouTube where they do the full video and it's just all of them. Him and his um, wife and sister and his children are always running around too. And they just kind of sit on couches and record a concert like that. So this is that same song, but reworked quite a bit. So I think maybe you'll like this one a little bit. Okay, sure. Yeah. I rock the slides to be humble. I told my baby girl she gon' have more in her head than just product and bundle. Uh, they say I'm rapping with hunger. I tell them, hell no, I'm eating. If you book me for a show and I can't bring my wife and my babies, I'm leaving. Uh, big daddy energy speaking. I keep the enemy tweaking. I could go all on the check and they'll say I'm the hardest one breathing. I am a beacon for heathens. Me and my hood got cohesion. It told me keep a little 38 special that bless you and ain't no one sneezing. I. It's all fine, fine. If you're black, we in sync. Bye, bye, bye. That's my side. Pull it up. I'ma put it down until I die. How do you like this version? I liked it a lot. I think that like energized me more than the other one. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's really cool to see um, the kind of difference between the two different things that he can do. Mm-hmm. Like he can like full out sing a song, but he can also just like full out rap a song. And like with his rap, though, there's like a bunch of different varieties of flow he has. Like in that first one, he's he's screaming at you, and yeah. then a lot of the times he has some that sound like he's from the '90s. Some he does like a more modern. They kind of have that monotone drawl now mm-hmm. in a lot of songs. So he has a good variety, yeah. and that one is so fun just because how often do you see a concert where it's just everyone sitting on a couch? Yeah, that was pretty I like slick. that. Yeah, that's like a totally different side of them, but the same song. And I uh, appreciate an artist who can do many, many things. I love that about him, and I just love like the attitude and the content that he's uh, that he's making. I know I often don't appreciate a lot of positivity in music, but he has that, and I appreciate it from him. I love that he's just this dude in his 30s that's talking about how much he loves his kids and his wife. <laughs> his wife's on most of his songs. They're produced by his sister, I think. There's really fun things, like one song, the whole chorus is about how one day they're going to be so famous that Beyonce's going to know them. Mm-hmm. And then the next album, they have a song about how like, Beyonce knows our names. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> And I love on one song, the chorus is just, we ain't broke no more. Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, we're cruising around in Bentley, seeing the world. It's just like, no, we're not broke anymore. Like, we can confidently buy things and yeah. don't have to worry too much. It's great. Uh-huh. That's a fun thing to celebrate. Yeah. But then he has some things that are like a, maybe a little bit darker. Like there's this one called Lord Forgive Me, where he's just literally begging God for forgiveness for things that he may have done in the past. Yeah. All my daughters know that this ain't only talk. My only thought is how to make a chopper, make a opera skate from round this hole like Tony Hawk. Yeah, tell skateboard P, this a buffet. I'm from where they hit the monkeys and ballet. Whole squad grip beans, but it's in the ballet. So if you hit it, boom, boom, all I can say is Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. 
Lord forgive me, I be putting in work. Lord forgive me, I was doing that dirt. Lord forgive me, I put it all in the shirt. Lord forgive me, he was on the wrong turf. Lord forgive me, I had the pistol in church. Lord forgive me, been cursed since birth. Lord forgive me, trying to figure my worth. Trying to do better, can't get no worse. What I done wrong, I done right. It's my darkness in the sunshine. That one's just so like sedate relative to mm-hmm. Fi-Fi. Do you like that one? Yeah, I like that one. It's uh, kind of dark in what they're talking about, but it like has a good beat to it. I like it. You said you once put a hole in someone's shirt because they were on the wrong turf, right? No, I think that was someone else. <laughs> I think you're thinking of someone else. But with you, you literally uh, accidentally tore their shirt. You didn't shoot anyone. No, I've, I've ripped someone's shirt in like cheerleading because, you know. Because they were on the wrong turf. No, because they were just in my way. Oh, that's cold see (laughs) you get in sam's way she's gonna put a hole in your shirt if you know what i mean no no you want people thinking that they you want people to think that if they cross you you might shoot them like okay yeah Mm -hmm. you know sam she's hard (laughs) it's so hard (laughs) as you drink out of your sparkle cup yeah exactly but as much as I love that song, that's a good one too. I think the ones I like most are the one where he has that that great energy, like um, this one called Around Here, which just essentially lays out what you can expect when you're listening to him. Was out in the field since I was little. Never been house tech. And that's another one where he directed the video. Everyone only wears mint. It looks like they're all kind of shot outside in the same park. And they're very simple, but also really great. I love the videos that he does. Those are the same outfits from the last video. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I like that they have like continuity. It's a look. They just wear all mint. Yeah. I don't know how many. I guess you can't have that many different looks when you're wearing mint on mint on mint. True. I feel like there's only so many things that are mint. That yeah. That's a fun one. It's less heavy am i wrong less shouty less shouty yeah that's a good way to put it i like when he uses them almost like a choir yeah yeah there's some a good bit of variety into his work so if you want to hear more you can go to like spotify i guess uh, wherever you listen to music because he's more about the streaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't own any physical albums of his yet. And <laughs> it's hard because looking at how he releases things on Spotify, it's like four albums a year, but Whoa. they're not full albums. I guess this is just how music is and I need to learn how uh, how things work now. But uh, yeah, just stream them all day long. His name is Toby Nwigwe, which is spelled N-W-I-G-W-E. And... Uh, Check them out. There's some fun stuff if you like hip hop or if you want to learn a little contemporary hip hop like <laughs> I do. I'm just just getting into it. I like when you bring us new things. Because really the only new hip hop I listen to of the last five years, it's either people who were around in the 90s and like now still release stuff or it's like uh, Run the Jewels. But even Killer Mike's been around for a long time. I don't <laughs> listen to LP that much. but no. And like Logic, that's about it. Mm. I don't listen to a lot of new stuff, so I'm trying it out, and this is my one of the Fortnite. (laughs) 
And our second sponsor of the episode is the Well Endowed Podcast by the Edmonton Community Foundation. Explores the impact of passionate people who are working to make Edmonton a strong, vibrant city to live in. The Edmonton Community Foundation helps people create endowment funds, and the podcast tells the stories of how those endowments intersect with the community. You can subscribe at thewellendowedpodcast.com or wherever you're listening to us. All right, Samantha. Now... Everyone is dying to know, well, at least I am, what are we going to be watching next? This is kind of straddling the line between 2022 and 2023 because it was, um, it premiered in December 2022, but it was released in the US January 2023. So it's very contemporary, extremely contemporary. Is it a Christmas movie? No, it's not. Well, that's probably good. I'm not feeling very Christmassy now. It's a science fiction horror film. What? Um, that has become critically known for its campy blend of horror humor, satirical elements, and its performances. Wait, who's pick? Is this my pick? No, it's my pick. <laughs> I'm very confused right now. <laughs> First of all, that you would have watched a sci-fi or horror movie on your own is is shocking to me. <laughs> so yeah, let's hear it. Uh, so this one. Um, I talked about in my book club group chat for many, many weeks because we have a member with this name. So we're going to be watching Oh, we're watching Megan. Megan. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it already? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I asked you and you said you like didn't really have a lot of interest in watching it. So I watched it one night when you went to hockey. And now I think uh, we should watch it for the podcast. All right. I'm in. Yeah, I know a little bit about this, but but tell us. So I think it's kind of funny that they call it a science fiction horror film because this is like so close to being like doable in science. This like AI um, kind of robotic. You don't watch a lot of sci-fi, correct? No. So that is what uh, all good sci-fi is like, oh, yeah, that's like right around the corner. Oh, so it's like, oh, it's coming. That's what you want. Oh, okay, okay. I was kind of thinking it was like space and like aliens. Well, it can be. There's okay. a lot of different types of right. sci-fi, but your your hard sci-fi, a lot of it, people want to know that that technology already exists, and this is just an extension of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see how that's um, kind of appealing to an audience. We should watch uh, Ex Machina after this. Oh, okay. You might actually really like that one. Ooh. Maybe. Uh, so Megan, and if you see it in the show notes, it's spelled M3GAN. Um, which is short for Model 3 Generative Android. I don't really want to give a bunch of it away, but basically a toy creator creates a robot that becomes best friends with her niece. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> nice. I don't want to I don't want to ruin it. I actually didn't know that. I thought this was a haunted doll movie. I thought so too, but no, it's a uh, robot. Cool. A Interesting. Robot that's like kind of intuitive. And uses AI, and it gets uh, scary. (laughs) So I don't want to watch a trailer, because trailers ruin everything. Especially in horror movies. Yeah. Um, But I know you can be, you're sometimes a fan of Blumhouse. Sure, yeah. So um, that was one of the production companies that worked on this. Um, It was directed by Gerard Johnstone. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think about this after because I uh, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun premise. To convince our listeners to mm-hmm. listen to or watch this one, 
would you say it's a fun scary or it's like a very serious scary scary? It's a fun scary. Okay. I think um, it doesn't have any jump scares, which I really enjoy because I hate jump scares. They're My lazy. anxiety cannot handle it, um, especially like a movie full of them. So uh, this one definitely um, I'd say is more creepy. Um, and then when you take into consideration the fact that technology is almost at this point, then it's like scary. <laughs> so I'd say it's a creepy, uh, slow creep. That's what I'm going to say. Slow Old creep. slow creep Samantha, they call her. Oh God, please nobody call me that. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> we had a while ago watched a movie called The Boy. Mm-hmm. And not just because that has a... Uh, doll situation in it. Yeah. But that was kind of a fun, scary... Would you put it in that kind of scary? Yeah, I'd say so. Like, it's... um, Like, I know that the boy was set in modern times, but it was kind of in an old-fashioned house, so it felt a little bit It felt kind less, of Victorian, yeah. Yeah, like, it felt a little bit less now, uh, whereas this one definitely takes place in a very now world. Um, but I'd say, yeah... The feelings are kind of the same as the boy. Good. I like that kind of tone for a horror movie. I like a fun horror a lot mm-hmm. of the time. So where can people watch this one? Uh, so unfortunately, I couldn't find it streaming anywhere, which is really annoying. It uh, looks like you can rent it on Prime and YouTube. Apple TV, Google Play. So you can rent it or I'm sure there are copies available out there somewhere. There's always copies out there somewhere. (laughs) Um, And it's a nice quick one. It's an hour and 42 minutes. Our definition of a quick one is getting longer all the time. I know. (laughs) They can't all be an hour 20. After watching RRR, this is a a nice quick one. Yeah, that's what I meant (laughs) because the last one was three hours long. (laughs) All right. Well, go rent Megan and we'll check it out and talk all about it next week. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye, everyone.